Welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Fizdira. Kit. Briette. And Flick. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. He was his father the whole time. <gasps> Welcome to season five! Last season, the party got to the node chamber and consecrated the temple, and Denier has a new world to be god of, and they won the game! Soink! <laughs> Why would you? Lies. All lies. <laughs> All lies. Last season, they started consecrating the temple, and then they stopped, and then they almost started again. Turns out, while Flick was stuck in the astral plane with his sister, whoever was possessing Zagara all those months ago brought some friends to tell our adventurers that consecrating the Arcanium was a bad idea that at best would hasten the return of the beast, and at worst, bring about its immediate awakening. They decided they didn't want this to happen, so no more consecrating. Unfortunately, it was too little too late in some ways, since Semyaza, Flick's sister, was already connected to this node via the astral plane. She gave Flick one more chance to return to his family's side, but he refused, so Semyaza brought in the big guns. Daddy. Abydus, in astral form, drew the party into the astral plane for a very difficult combat, during which our friends acquitted themselves well, but ultimately lost. Kit was the last to fall, and as she lost consciousness, she observed Abydus crushing Flick's holy symbol of Denier before leaving the astral plane. Are our adventurers still alive? If so, how? If not, what the hell are we doing here for season five? <laughs> Let's find out. Asked. Hey, y'all. Hey. Hello. What's up? Hi. Uh, how? We just got an eye from Flick. No, he said hi. I said hi. Oh, hi. I was, I was, that's I was ready for some... I was ready for some sort of pontification. I am going to tell you everything you need to know. So anyway, you, I don't have to ask I any questions. I was like, questions. no, I'm not. I mean, what? <laughs> okay, so it's been how long since we did the last Okay, stream? so yes, I, we should say, because I think it's going to affect the first minimum 50% of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> it has been it has been just over a month, so like a month and a week since the live anniversary season 4 finale special extravaganza. We have not recorded anything since then. We haven't this seen each other. This is the first time back. We haven't seen each other. That's actually I think that's true. Mm. I don't think I've really like talked to any of you electronically or in person since then. I mean, I've texted with a few of you whatever, but like No. Here we are. So let's Nothing go around and talk about each of our feelings. I, I mean, that's going to be a big part of the next few episodes anyway, but sure. I just want to say that I am finally, well, I was, I had finally recovered because it literally, and all of our players know this because I sent lots of texts. I had like <laughs> a breakdown about this that like took two weeks for me to like kind of get over and then I thought I was fine and I came in here all excited and then you said that stuff and now I'm a broken shell once again I mean good not, that's, I've that's brought dramatic you... I'm not actually a broken shell you're, you're an empty husk I mean that was the point of the <laughs> introduction was to bring you no was to husk. bring you back to that moment to let you feel it so that we continue the story in, you're so in good. the moment you're so good Mm, but now I'm just depressed. I was excited before, and now I'm depressed. I know, like we went into it with new resolve, and now we're like, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Apparently this is what season five is, is we're the Maury Povich show. We're of all TLR. dead, and we're talking beyond the grave in our 
like spirit forms and yeah so i do actually want to address <laughs> that because i feel like it's an important and then we can like gab but like i should say that uh there is nothing but darkness as kit falls and sees that image of abydus darkness encloses her and none of you are aware of anything and i need you all to make constitution saving throws it's fun because i'm already dead so this should be great Bizdira. 13. I wanted nothing more than for you to crit fail just like you did on the very first episode of season yeah. one. I know, that would have been fun. Damn but... it. It's fine. All right, uh, Bria. 12. Kit. 17. Flick. That is a 21. So Flick, you are the first to open your eyes and you find yourself back in the node chamber of the Arcanium. Your friends around you, also unconscious, one by one begin to stir ever so slowly, but you have a moment alone when you realize everything that has happened, and you in particular, everything that you have lost. Great. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you just explained it. I want, can you please edit that to be that sad music that we always have underneath stuff? And then it's good. Oh, <laughs> oh believe me. I this whole time I've been sound designing. Yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this whole time I've been sound designing. I'm trying to decide whether it's the sad music or the music from the very first episode when I made you make constitution saving throws. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's definitely going to be a record scratch and then Flick's going to say, great. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, okay, uh, okay. so you all are all alive, uh, and whether or not your characters know it, I do feel it is important to explain why, which is that when you are in the astral plane, uh, generally it takes a lot more than just dropping to zero hit points to kill you. Uh, Each of you, and we didn't talk about this uh, because it wasn't going to really come into play because none of you nor your opponents had access to a silver sword, but each of you had a, a thin silver cable attached to your astral bodies that connected back to your physical bodies. And the only way for you to truly die on the astral plane is to have that cable severed by a very special type of silver sword, which, like I said, none of you had access to. So though it was traumatic and you all feel like shite, uh, none of you are are dead. You are all alive. We are continuing the story with these four characters. Thank God. I didn't have anything else prepared, so that's great. (laughs) (laughs) I did not prepare. You mean you didn't do your homework? How dare you? Don't even say those words to me. Don't even say, (laughs) like, I literally just panicked. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, As each of you slowly comes back to consciousness, you find yourselves flat out. uh, I mean, Flick was still on his knees uh, at where he was performing the ritual, but the rest of you went sort of suddenly into the astral plane, so you're just sort of lying on the ground. Uh, As you come to, Robert is sort of frantically uh, circling around to each of you, sort of prodding you with their creepy starfish arms. Pretty sure that they're pretty sure that you're not dead, but they sort of don't know what's happening and they're panicking because a lot has gone on. So, yeah, I mean, as you come to... What do you, what happens? I'm gonna uh. go check on Zagara <laughs> just to see if he's really Okay, good. you can make me a wisdom medicine check while you go check on Zagara. Kit, how about you? Uh I'm gonna turn to Flick. I'm gonna say, Flick, are are you okay? I'm gonna wait for him to answer before I follow up. <laughs> um, he's not gonna say anything for a second because he well, I think now he's gonna try and pull at his magic a little bit. He'll try and um, cast 
let's say like a healing word on somebody like he'll try and do something really like um rudimentary yeah and i mean what happens i mean yeah i, I know what happens but. right 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 yeah i mean you know you you intone the prayer of healing words and uh and you, I mean, right from the start, you you feel that you can't access that divine connection, but you you get through the prayer anyway. It's a quick one, uh, and and nothing happens. Uh, and you had been sort of losing connection as you went during the battle, uh, but this is a pretty base. It's almost the most basic of spells you could try, and you seem to not have this one either. Yeah, and I think at that point he'll. He'll keep trying. It's it's almost like he's doing it over just to see if it'll work. And he's he knows it's not going to, but he doesn't know what else to do. So he'll just start doing he'll like try and point for like a chill touch at some at something. He'll wait for the bell to go. Like he he'll just start doing everything he can in sort of a panic. And like he'll be like kind of darting around the room trying to like find something to work and it's not gonna work. And so and eventually he'll just like he'll kind of like get so worked up that he kind of just like slumps on the floor and just like bangs on the ground and like doesn't know what to do anymore. Yeah, and you all, I mean, you all have been, the rest of you have been traveling with him long enough that you recognize even the most simple spells. You know, thaumaturgy is a very straightforward thing. Toll the toll the dead, uh, sacred flame. These well, are thaumaturgy I still have actually because I'm a team. Okay. Toll the dead, sacred <laughs> flame, chill touch are, are the simplest of the simplest of spells you've seen him cast and just nothing is happening. You see the passes, you hear the words and nothing happens. Actually, Flick, do you at any point during that try to cast Thaumaturgy? Um, no, because he knows that he has it. Interesting. I think I think he knows and he's always had that. Okay. Because he is a, a toughling. Uh, yes, I will right? say that since you became uh, a devotee of Denier... The swobald. The... Swobald and tufflings. <laughs> Since you became a devotee of Denier, when you cast Thaumaturgy, it was different. You always, it was almost as if, the, it was almost like the difference between pulling the power from below as opposed to pulling it from above. And since you, right. since you was, were one of Denier's chosen, not chosen, that's a very specific thing, uh, one of Denier's clerics, you pulled that power for Thaumaturgy from above. Yeah, so now it's, um, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is utterly defeated and uh, in that respect, so he, I mean, imagine he's like huffing and puffing on the ground with like fists to the floor, like kind of sweating. And I mean, he, that's like kind of the image that is happening. Totally. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to hop over. I think, oh, yeah, go I'm for I'm going to hop no, over go. to, uh, so Kit, you've sort of, you asked what was happening and rather than get a verbal response, this is, is what you saw. Bizdir, real quick, what are you uh, doing as you regain consciousness, and then we'll hop back to Kit seeing this. Um, she's just gonna go up to Flick where he is on the ground and kneel next to him and put her hand on his okay. shoulder. Kit, how about you? Uh, yeah, I'm also gonna go up to him. I'm gonna judge his reaction and give him a hug. So, Bria, your sisters have gone to uh, take care of your emotionally destroyed. Uh, adopted brother. Meanwhile, you're checking on the corpse of a moss lurker. What was your well, medicine that, check? I think that as I start to see <laughs> Flick, I will keep the medicine check for later. Okay. I think as I start to see Flick do these spells and stuff, I'm gonna um, head over to him as okay. well and give him a hug too. Okay. I think with that, he's like all of this pent up energy and anger and confusion is he's just gonna weep. He's just gonna like 
break down and cry because he doesn't know what else to do. And I think in this moment, like, and I think that's really nice because I don't think we really have like been super, super affectionate as like a group. (coughs) Bless you. Bless you. you. Uh Uh-oh. You can't do it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's so funny. I want to, um, Sorry, you finish your description then. I wanted to No, that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. I think that's what he, it's just an outpour of emotion for him because he has kind of been hesitant to share all of those feelings. And I think now in this moment, he's just all, he's all out. He doesn't know what to do. I mean, I think I have a next step, but I had to give the emotional response first. (laughs) Sure. I want to stroke the top of his head, and I'm going to give him a little kiss on top of his head, and I'm going to say... You avoid the horns. um, Yeah. No, kiss my horn. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Not in a weird way. So I'm going to give him a little kiss, and then I'm going to say, it's not all on you now. You can share the burden with us now. I mean, I'm about to start crying, so. He'll he'll look up at you and he'll nod and sort of like wipe tears away and he'll nod and he'll say, but I never wanted that for you all. And then, Too bad, we're here in yeah. it now. Like, that's what family's for. Shut up, don't do oh, that. Ohana means nobody gets <laughs> left behind or forgotten. Oh well, Shit, now Hawaiian has to be that's a canon nice. language in The Last Refuge. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm sure there's a cobalt equivalent. Can there... Uh, so... <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I'm the worst. I'm just the worst. I assume that throughout all of our band practice, there's a song we've been trying oh, to write, right? Oh, my God. I mean, almost I want to sing... Yeah. I want to sing a beautiful acapella version of that to him. I'm assuming it's also a jaunt. Um, so, just like a nice, like... We're family, and we're here, and it's going to be great. We're going to kill your sisters. It's going to be great. <laughs> Holy what is shit. It? Make what? a charisma performance check right this instant. And before you do, it has to be, I mean, you basically just did the song from Elf. I'm yes, here with my dad, uh, and this is it. I'm singing. Uh, that is an 18, sir. Okay. It's quite... It's quite good. She, in fact, manages to turn it into a sort of a lovely, soft ballad, uh, which is super weird, but surprisingly effective. But I do want it to... I want it oh, to you want it to be I want it to build into uh-huh. the jaunt of like, so it's sad, but then it's like, no, we're going to be okay. It's going to be great. And somehow it like matches the theme music when you start listening to our episodes. It's it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> good luck with that, Dia. <laughs> She's like, I don't know where I get this stuff. It just comes to me. You guys should not her, let me talk. You guys, I should go back on maternity to, leave. Uh, drive DM up on the wall. Yes. That's what it is. He's gonna figure it out though. I've put it in his head. He's gonna figure I, it out. No, I I have forty eight. I have forty eight <laughs> hours to edit this episode, and I'm doing pre pro during all of that time. So no. Fine. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Okay. So then, uh, what are we? What, what are we doing? I don't. I mean, I don't know. I love this sort of. It's given him inspiration. The song has given him inspiration yes, to keep this going. Is so good. Oh my god! No, and Bria cannot be a bard. No, I'm just. I'm his inspiration. All right. So it's given him inspiration to keep on going, and I think he'll turn to his sisses and say, "What's next? Where do we think we should go?" I'm gonna look at what the do hole we, in What the do we floor. do? Leave. Uh, yeah, you. Uh, I mean, there's still the threat of Rithmala, so 
Yeah, Bria, you um, see, you said you look at the hole in the floor. Mm-hmm. Kit, did you have something? Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, agree with that. I agree. Our number one, our next step is to leave this place. But also, I think we have to ask Robert what's been happening while we've been under. And how long, I guess. Yeah. Also, I'm tired. <laughs> for the sake of just keeping track of things, do we have, like, one hit point? Are yeah, we... for all intents That's and purposes. Okay. Yeah, you've got one hit point. It's not a not a great situation for you all. So, yeah, I would like to leave, and I would like to go take a rest somewhere, please. <laughs> you would rather rest down here? Uh, no, not really. Okay. Um, I just am thinking of the maybe wolf dog thing outside. The what? Well, I would hope that the guardians took care of all that oh, shit, right. right? I would hope. No, we took but, care of that. Yeah. Remember, we entered after the day after, right? Right, mm-hmm. yeah, because we had yeah. to talk to them about it. The table. <laughs> oh, I remember the table. And yes. then your buddy. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, whatever. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Brita was her name, Oh, right? yes, that was her name. <laughs> um, but yes, I would like to uh, rest, relax, restore, renew all those fun Reuse, recycle. Yeah, all of those. I think... Once we decide that, I mean, we've decided that we're leaving, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're leaving at this moment, and we're not, we're we... not going to try to take the keys, right? We're going to leave them in. I think we have to leave. Like yeah, we got it. We got it. This is like a kind of dire circumstance. Mm-hmm. I yes, I agree. I think that we leave the keys because I don't know about you guys, but I'm a little freaked out that we're if we're connected to them for too long that something bad's going to happen to us. But also, if we leave the keys in, according to Robert, no one else can get through mm-hmm. the main entrance, which I think is what we want yeah, to keep right. this place and sealed I mean, off. Since yeah. we're going through a secret entrance, we'll basically know how to get in to the temple if we need to. Yeah, that's legit. But. I think mm-hmm. finding finding whoever those people were that came through is a good idea, and I think uh, sleeping is a great idea. Outside like, of 100%. here, outside of here, okay, somewhere safe. And I guess meeting back up with the guardians and being like, "All right, here's here's what we learned. You were right. Sorry about and- that." So, sorry, I was just thinking. One of the questions we should ask Robert is which of the nodes has been consecrated to your father, Flick? Because then we can figure out where they're going next. He doesn't have a connection to the other nodes. But couldn't he figure out which ones were... He could. Um, we we either, asked him. Right? Yeah. I could have sworn... That's- I mean, we'll ask DM, but I could have sworn that his answer was connection to other nodes lost or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, we'll, we'll ask him. Okay. Actually, hey, let's ask him. The question... It could be because if if there is a lost connection, it could be because it's consecrated to something besides what it should be consecrated to or, you know, that kind of thing. Words are hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our, well, let's talk about our, our goal, our overall goal, because we're going to get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I think actually Bria's going to look at Flick knowing kind of what she wants to do in this moment, but she's going to look at Flick and say, what do you want to do next? Well, keeping with sort of the his emotional response, I guess, he's not going to talk very much. Mm-hmm. I mean, at this moment, he is actually going to start taking off his armor, like all of his, like, anything like denier-y on him is probably, he's like completely going to like try and wash that away. And then I think he's just gonna like go over to the hole in the in the floor and just kind of like gesture like I think this is all we've got. And I think I think he'll say we've got to find where they where those 
people came from. We haven't seen anybody like that here in, you know, over a year, however long we've been here. We've got to find where they're coming from, what they're doing, and then we've got to go talk to the Guardians and decide what we got to, you know, what is our plan of action. I have a question for Flick. Do you, I, I understand the, the symbolism and the need to wash away uh, Denier and all that, but it, do you think it's a good idea to get rid of your armor at this point? Just because, I mean, that is going to shut down your AC quite a bit. <laughs> mm, it's not a good idea, but he doesn't care. He's okay. he's thinking very irrationally at this point, and he can yeah. only think, like, that's, that is more important to him at this moment than, like, you know, utter protection, I guess. Gotcha. Hey everybody, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master DM Jazzy Hands here with a few mid-show announcements. First of all, if you're enjoying the first episode of season five so far, it would be sparkling if you could pop on over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcast from and leave us a rating and a review. We'll always read any five-star reviews on the air as soon as we're able. In fact, we have one at the end of this episode. And the more of them we get, the more visible the show becomes and the more people we get to listen. It doesn't have to take more than just a few seconds and it really does help us out a ton. We also want to remind everyone about our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge to get access to all kinds of cool patron perks like early access to certain episodes, character sheets for the PCs, and much more. Also, by supporting our Patreon, you'll be supporting multiple other content creators across the Patreon sphere as well. Starting September 1st, we are very excited to announce that we are going to be launching our Patreon It Forward program. Each month, we'll take approximately 10% of what you all pledge to us and pledge it right back to other Patreons. We feel it's really important to spread the love and keep the cycle of support moving. You all have been so incredibly supportive of us over the last two years, and we want to pay Treon that forward. No? Okay, well, I still like the idea. Anyway, right now, I want to take a minute to recognize some of our awesome patrons and thank them so much for their support. Thank you to our honorary party members, Tanya, Sir Mox the Magnificent, and Matthew Allen, and to our Shimmerscale tribe leaders, Eugenio, Eliyahu of Merck Grove, and Lisa Diane Mercado Etheridge. If you want to get shoutouts on the show and much, much more, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron today. We want to thank BattleBards for providing a lot of the fantastic music you hear on our show. You can check out their awesome library at BattleBards.com. We are also starting to use some of Scott Buckley's amazing scores, which you can check out at his website, scottbuckley.com.au. If you ever get adventures, character options, or new monsters from the DMs Guild, be sure to use our affiliate links found on our website and in the episode notes when you shop there so that TLR gets a portion of your purchase. It's like Amazon Smile, but make it D&D. We also want to thank D&D beyond for their support of our podcast and for being generally amazing in every way possible. If you aren't already a D&D Beyond fan and user, go check out their services at dndbeyond.com. You will not regret it. Okay, that is enough chatting. Let's get back to the episode. Welcome back, everybody. We are so happy to be starting season five after our little hiatus. Thank you for listening and happy gaming, y'all. So on the way over to the hole, since we're all going to walk over there, um, I am going to check on Zagara, okay. who I am assuming is dead. Okay, so we're going to, as Flick is, so Flick's going to take off his armor, and okay. then as he does that, I'm going to start heading towards Zagara, and then I think that Kit has questions for Robert. So I think we can okay. kind of do all of the things at the same time, since we do kind of want to get moving. 
Sounds good. Sure, 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 sure. Um, so that sounds gross. Uh, so uh, that means now, Flick. It'll norm. It would normally take you quite a while to get out of this armor, but since, from what I understand, you are wanting to get it off of you, get it off of me right now, uh, you could certainly get out of it a little faster by cutting the straps and restraints rather than properly removing them and just sort of like slicing your way out of the armor if. If you really want to get it off of you that bad, no, I don't think that's necessary. Okay, okay. I think I think just like taking it, I, it's not. It's almost. It's not really like a, I need to get out of this right now. It's more just like a. This is not a part of me anymore, and I need to move on. It's like he's trying to like get some sort of closure that he doesn't really have. Sure. So so maybe actually then it is better that it takes you a little while because it's mm. it's almost a sort of ritualistic sure. thing. Okay, yeah. great. Now, uh, Bria, you already rolled that that wisdom medicine check. What'd you get? Uh, uh, as I'm, like, walking over there and as I see him start to, like, leave pieces behind, I'm gonna look at Bizdira and give her a look that's like, take this with us, or, like, try to get it into the... <laughs> 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 Please. So you want me to steal his armor? Correct. Try to maybe steal get the bag, his... maybe take the bag of holding from him like you're helping him, and then just shove everything into the bag of holding <laughs> as we go. Uh, so my medicine check You're such was... a good rogue. Look at you. <laughs> Do I get inspiration for that? Is that an inspiration? No. Point? Oh, you're the worst. Uh, you're the worst. Uh, it was a, a 14. Yes, you get over there. And I mean, 14, it is it is obvious before you even get up close that, 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 that his spine and his neck shouldn't bend like that. What? Uh, you didn't have you, to say it that way. Well, <laughs> that is how I described it in the finale. Uh, so you get over there and you see that his neck is just clean broken right down the middle. What's, what's weird as you sort of force yourself to look is that there are no, you know, something of that force. You would think that there would be bruising or something on the neck itself where he was grabbed, but there's none of that. It's just... It's just very clearly a severed, severed spinal column. He is still an unbreathing. I have like a moment where I like go to look at Flick to ask if there's anything he can do. And I stop myself before Flick sees me. Like I start to oh. go to ask and then I'll stop myself. Ooh, Ooh that hurts. Okay. Oh, uh, Kit, uh, Robert, questions. Yes. I'm also just for my own amusement curious what Robert has been doing while this ordeal has been taking place in front of them. They <laughs> they headed back over to their workbench and sort of folded up uh, like they did that one time that they were conferring amongst themselves. That's a weird sentence. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so they've just sort of been over there and like slowly rotating with their their arms folded up. And you occasionally hear a few sounds coming from them, but they've they've been fairly quiet. Okay. Um, I'll walk over to them. Um, and as I get close-ish to them, I'm going to go, Hey, Robert. <laughs> this is how we talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> One of the petals is going to peel down and sort of just stare at you for a minute. And then all the rest of them will slowly peel down. I'm going to say, I'm sorry we've brought so much destruction to your home. Um, and we're going to leave now and uh, try to make things better. But before we go, I just wanted to ask you a few questions. The arms sort of spin like they do when they're selecting which of the voices and personalities is going to respond, uh, but they spin for longer than usual, almost as if either none of them want to talk or they all have something to say. You're not entirely sure, but finally uh, it does. they do slow and stop and one of them is facing you, and 
the voice says, input query. So my first question is, how long were we all gone? Time from loss of consciousness to regaining of consciousness, approximately two hours. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, geez, Louise. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Um, I also want to know. I'm trying to be polite. polite. I feel very bad. There's a lot happening. We also wanted to know if you are aware of which of the nodes have been uh, consecrated or uh, are up and running again. I'm sure we have a term I don't remember. Uh, I don't know that you do, actually. Up and running is fine. Activated sometimes. I was going to say activated, activated, maybe. Yeah. The voice, the same voice says, Answer unknown. Without activation of present node, connection to others impossible. Okay. Sorry. That, yeah. So Bria's uh, like, okay, I'm going to become a follower of Denier. I'm just going to take care of this. Don't worry about it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. You're you're staring down at your dead moss lurker. Go on, kid. Um, Technically, okay. this is Kit's dead moss lurker, but... That's true. I that's know, fair. I'm sad. That's, that's for later. Don't worry. Yeah. I'm bringing him with me. He's getting buried. Oh, for Obviously. Sure. For sure. Okay. Uh, oh, gosh. I just had a question. It flew away from me. Do, I don't think we had the time to ask them. Um, do you know who those beings were who came up from out of the floor? Uh, the current face uh, begins to open its mouth... I guess, to speak, uh, and sort of surprisingly, the thing begins to spin, and another arm comes down and faces you and says, I've no idea who they were, but I hope they never come back. You know. (laughs) I forgot how much I loved that voice. You did not. We hate him. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, And just to confirm, if we leave the keys where they are, no one can get in through the main entrance, correct? Pedals spin, uh, pedals, uh, arms spin back and voice says, standard entrance to Arcanium, impossible with security measures in place. Infinite permutations exist for other methods of entry, including destruction of exterior walls, tunneling, etc. Okay, cool. So essentially, essentially, yes, you are correct. Like they would literally have to break down the walls of the place to get in. Yeah. Since they don't um, have access to the keys. Okay, great. Um, is there anything else you think we should know before we leave here? <laughs> uh, the arms turn and uh, a new one is there and says, um, Don't feel too bad. This is a cursed place and always has been. And it was inevitable that something like this would happen again eventually, whether it was now or in another century or millennia. Don't feel too bad. Okay. I'm still sorry. We'll come back for you if we can. <laughs> I want to take Robert with us. I think we need him. He needs to be here. I know he does, if he's but not I wish there here, was a way. Then... They. Sorry, I'm so sorry. They need to be here. If they're not here, then if somehow they get in, there's going to be nobody to run the games on the top level. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I wish there was a way that we could keep in touch with them. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know if that's a thing, but I mean, it, it we, yeah. po- possibly could have been, but I don't have. Robert, accent. do you have a handheld radio system? No. <laughs> <laughs> no walkie talkie set on hand? No. Damn. 
All right. Uh, Kit, anything else for Robert? I'm going to look over my shoulder at my friends and do a shrug. Okay. Uh, Bizdir, let's go to you. So were you, in fact, uh, going to attempt to collect Flick's armor as he doffed it? I mean, she'll go over and help him out of it. Okay. And, yeah, I think she'll try to do that because she's, you know, she's very battle-minded. So she's, she's Bizira. Yeah, she's like, I do not feel comfortable with this and without him being in armor because I know he's squishy. <laughs> and, you know, so she's just like, Helping him off and taking the bag of holding and like sticking stuff in there and okay she'll do it yeah definitely uh, Flick do you have any are you gonna object to that object to that in any way no I'm not gonna no. I think it's actually kind of sweet I think he'll like he'll notice and a little bit roll his eyes and but sort of accept that that's how what her thought process and he he knows her sure. well enough by now and I think he sure, finds sure. it very endearing yeah sure 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 totally. Um, right, and then you so see Flick you... in a very nice pair of clothes that you've, you know, never really seen before. <laughs> yeah. Before <laughs> that, though, uh, Flick, the last piece uh, to come off is the is the chest piece, the shirt. The you're wearing chainmail, right? So it's the it's the sort of chain shirt Correct. or whatever. And as it comes off, there is uh, a sort of light, tinkling, clanging sound uh, on the floor at your feet. And you look down, Flick, and you see the smashed, crumpled remains of your holy symbol that was uh, originally around your neck and sort of held between uh, your armor and your shirt. And as you took off the chain, it came off and has has tumbled to the ground. I'll look at Bizdira and say, you can leave that. Yeah, no worries. I wasn't going to touch that. <laughs> I had a feeling, <laughs> but that was just... Not. She she very clearly was so nervous. She, she, she was like, "Yeah, okay, that's why I don't." Oh know. yeah, no, no. <laughs> not a piece of armor. Yeah, unnecessary. It I'm gonna uh, uh, start a little firebolt in my hand and look at Flick as though to say, "Do you want me to burn this shit?" As though to say, "Do you just want me to kill you because you're, you, you you're no use to us anymore?" <laughs> so weak like, right now. Point. I've been waiting for this <laughs> moment. Easy. He'll turn around and go. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> He'll say, "Sure." Okay, and so I'll firebolt it. It takes, you know, several castings, but eventually it does begin to to melt, and uh, you're left with a sort of little puddle of slag uh, that eventually will cool and harden into just a nondescript mound of metal on the floor of the node chamber of the Arcanium. And so the four of you, uh, with that, with your questions answered as best they can, uh, with Flick uh, <laughs> unarmored as well as unarmed, I guess you do still have your javelin, theoretically. Uh, yeah, I'll great. take that with me. I gotta, you know, I'm not gonna okay. go out there empty-handed. Come on. Okay. Uh, you all head over towards the hatch and crawl down into it. And Robert closes it behind you, and you are left in darkness that, of course, you can all see in. Uh, <laughs> and you begin to walk, and you walk for some time. And eventually, after a little ways of walking down sort of a straightish corridor, the tunnel becomes tunnels and begins to branch a couple of different directions. And you can see down each of those tunnels, there are twists and turns. Uh, how would you like to proceed? Um, can we see any footsteps or anything like that? Someone can make me a wisdom survival check to look for that. Not me. I will look also. <laughs> I was just going to say, probably not Bria. <laughs> Kit. 21. Yeah. And Bizdira. Bizdira is very overwhelmed and got an eight. Okay, great. 
so Kit, uh, you do actually really strangely uh, see some 21. You see several sets of fairly recent humanoid looking footprints. I'll point uh, them leading out. both leading both towards and act, leading towards the Arcanium, but also at the point that you're at, the same sets abruptly appear to begin heading away from the Arcanium as well. Um, I'll point them out, and I will start to follow the ones that are leading away. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you follow those for some time. I'll grab and... Bizdira, who's heading in the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> So you follow those for some time, and uh, after, oh, a solid 15 minutes, 20 minutes or so, no, actually probably longer, you probably follow them for at least half an hour, maybe even closer to 45 minutes, and just down a little ways from where you finally made it to and around the bend, you see a soft blue glow breaking the darkness of the tunnels. I'm going to grab whoever's hand is next to me. I didn't want to choose. I'm not going to (laughs) choose. I mean, you- You could roll for it. grab me. I'll grab Bizdira's hand. It's a new season. It's a new Bria. It's a We're new suddenly friends. <laughs> um, Bria. Lovely. I'm assuming I'm leading the group. Yeah. And I'm going to turn around and raise an eyebrow at them and see if anyone reacts. <laughs> I'm going to kind of do like and... a little jump. I'm kind of excited. I know. I am too. I Can I request that I'm in the middle? in a month. Yes, you yeah. can be in the middle where your where your sisters are protecting you because thank wolf. you, <laughs> squishy. Um, okay, great. I'm gonna walk towards the light. So you walk forward and you turn the corner, and as you do, you see what the light is coming from on the ground, about sixty feet ahead. Uh, down this little tunnel, it dead ends, and on the ground, right in front of the dead end, is a big glowing blue circle of sigils. Uh, that are softly glowing there. And as you turn the corner, you see one of the elves that was there with Zagara in the Arcanium step into the circle, uh, the glowing circle, and vanish. And the only thing left there is the gnome that was there, standing just outside the circle, uh, clearly concentrating, nodding, and turning, uh, hearing you all approaching, turns and looks at you. I want to... takes a big, deep oh. breath. Go ahead. I want to... I want to run to the circle. So as you run <laughs> to the circle, uh, oh, Bizdira, are you gonna run with her, stop her, or let go? I feel like I'm gonna stop her. No, don't. <laughs> okay, so uh, both of you make strength athletics checks. Oh. Mm. Actually, Bizdira, you can make a, a acrobatics. We're never gonna find them again. Uh, What'd you get? What'd you get, Bria? Uh, s- strength is nothing. Um, What'd you get? Five. Bizdira. I got an adjusted 20. Uh-huh. So, so I yank her ahead. back and address the gnome and say, wait, please don't leave us yet. Uh, the gnome sighs and nods and uh, sort of clearly steps between you and the circle, but beckons for you to come closer. And that is where we are going to leave it for this week. <laughs> we have no response. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to find out what this little gnome has to say to the party. You can reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at at dndlastrefuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. Speaking of reviews, we do have a new one this week. We've actually Yay! had it for a while, so apologies to this person that we haven't been able to uh, read this in a while. But 
Mad Boy says, great storytelling, perfect balance. I started listening only a couple of weeks ago and I already finished the first season. I can't wait to see what happens next. Oh, I can't wait for you to see what happens next too. Yikes. <laughs> this story is am- <laughs> The story is amazing and the way it is told is just great. The Last Refuge hits the perfect balance between storytelling and game storytelling and game mechanics. I love it. Well, thanks. We love it too, Mad Boy. Thank you. And we love you for leaving us that review. I should also mention uh, that we got a... I don't know how to describe this other than, like, a response review. So some of you may remember many weeks back, uh, I read a review by D&D Lover 69 oh, yeah. and joked about how every part of the review seemed designed to uh, troll me. Uh, well, D&D Lover responded to my response to their review uh, to reassure me that their intent was not, in fact, to troll me, but just to be funny. Uh, and don't worry, we did, in fact, find it very funny. Uh, so so no worries don't ever I give I, I make fun of some of our reviews but we really do appreciate all of you and, and never never do I intend any ill will or am, am I actually offended by reviews I also just want to read the last little bit here because it made me laugh also if the characters were real I would be so happy and probably stalk all of them but not too closely especially Bizdira I don't like my eyes stabbed <laughs> probably a good idea so she's, thank she's you Mad Boy thank you D&D Lover 69 uh, and thank you to everyone everyone else who has rated and reviewed us. If you haven't done that yet, go do it, and we'll read your five-star review on the air. If, of course, uh, you have already left a review and have more to say to us, and you've got more than 280 characters, you can also email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, find out what cons we're going to be attending, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D, you can go to our website, www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupf, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me, I have... Bizdira. Kate. Briette. And Flick. <laughs> Sounds like a dumb Dracula. Happy gaming, y'all. <laughs> so Semyaza brought in the big guns. Daddy. Abydus, in Ooh. astral form, drew the party. <laughs> Ew. I don't Daddy. like that. <laughs> I do. It was a very sensual way that you said it. It was. It, it was, really but it was, was like, but it wasn't like the fun, like, millennial, like, zaddy. It was like. No, it was like, mm, daddy. Daddy. Mm. It gave that. me the vapors. Is that what it is? The vapors? <laughs> <laughs>